RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Andrew Shirovsky. The headlines. There's a call for tighter rules on airport transit passengers after a man who spent four days in a terminal is diagnosed with the COVID variant. Local researchers say a new study could pave the way for vaccine recipients to be given a probiotic to boost the jab's effectiveness. And it's claimed that cheaper haircuts and the weak U.S. dollar helped push down Hong Kong on the list of the world's costliest cities. The University of Hong Kong microbiologist Hopak Leung has called on the airport authority to further tighten up anti-epidemic rules on transit passengers after a man who was stranded at the airport for four days was diagnosed with the Omicron variant of COVID-19. Speaking on commercial radio, Dr. Ho said there's room to increase vaccination requirements and speed up the quarantine for the passengers' close contacts. But he said the biggest problem was that the stranded patient was not tested for days. If he's stranded, at least he should be tested every day. If he's expected to stay here for a relatively longer period, he should be sent into quarantine. If he's allowed to stay in the airport's restricted area, he come into contact with airport staff and other travellers, and there's a risk of cross-infection. Researchers from two local universities say they found a close correlation between the presence of a bacteria in the gut and a person's antibody response to COVID vaccinations. They say the findings of the joint study by the Chinese University and the University of Hong Kong mean people receiving the jab could in future be given probiotics to boost the presence of bifidobacterium adolescentis. Professor Ng Siu Chen from the Chinese University worked on the study. So based on our study, we found that the those people who have a low immune response, suboptimal immune response, have a very low level of the B adolescentes. And of course, we uh, we think this is a kind of uh, uh, evidence that we could use for different type of intervention. So as you mentioned that, you know, how can we, we fill it up? So one way is, is we can use the kind of probiotics, uh, that is the best way to do, and much, much more like cut, kind of targeted way to do that. A 31-year-old motorbike rider has died and a driver has been arrested after a crash in Taitam Road last night. Reports say the motorbike was heading towards Chai Wan shortly after 8 o'clock when it was in a head-on collision with a private car near the Shako roundabout. The, dr- the rider suffered injuries to his chest and feet. He was taken to hospital unconscious and later declared dead. The 61-year-old driver has been held on suspicion of dangerous driving, causing death. The organizer of an annual cost-of-living survey has said Hong Kong's peg to the U.S. dollar is a key factor that has pushed the SAR down the list of most expensive cities to live in. The Economist Intelligence Unit's World Cost-of-Living Index released yesterday showed that Hong Kong had slipped from joint first to fifth on the list of expensive places. Simon Baptist, the unit's chief economist, told RTHK's Backchat program that lower prices for clothing and personal services, such as haircuts, had kept Hong Kong's down the ranking, while the U.S. dollar peg was also a key factor. With the U.S. dollar remaining weak um, through the last six months or so, that means that the prices of locally produced services um, that are priced in Hong Kong dollars Now, when we translate those into an international comparative context, they are now relatively cheaper in the the global scene because of the the weaker U.S. dollar. Tel Aviv was named the most expensive city. Overseas, South Africa has recorded a sharp increase in coronavirus infections, which have doubled across the country since Monday. Health officials say the newly discovered Omicron variant may be fueling the surge. 
8,500 COVID infections have been registered in the last 24 hours. In the U.S., President Biden said Americans should not be alarmed that an Omicron case has been identified in someone returning from South Africa. This new variant is, uh, is a cause for concern, but not a cause for panic. We have the best vaccines in the world, the best medicines, the best scientists. We're learning more every single day. And we'll fight this variant with science and speed, not chaos and confusion. So let me repeat what the doctors and scientists have affirmed. The best protection against Omicron is getting a booster shot. Fears of the variant have led some countries to reintroduce strict travel travel restrictions, particularly in and out of southern Africa. Chris Setiata is a tour guide in Cape Town. I'm disappointed, upset, because... Uh we lost out before on the previous lockdown, so this uh, season was supposed to kickstart our, our finances and bring us uh, more closer to how, the, how life was before. But now that this Omicron came up, now we are uh, going backwards again. Yeah. The U.S. Congressional Committee investigating the assault by Donald Trump's supporters on the Capitol has recommended that a Justice Department official, Jeffrey Clark, be charged with criminal contempt. He appeared before the committee last month but declined to answer questions. The committee said his behavior was willful defiance of its subpoena. Liz Cheney is a Republican member of that committee. According to multiple sources, Mr. Clark was asked by then-President Trump to take over the role of Attorney General, in part so he could issue a series of letters falsely suggesting that the Department of Justice believed the presidential election may have been stolen. Of course, This happened after the department had repeatedly informed President Trump that his allegations of a stolen election were not true and were not supported by the evidence. The U.S. Supreme Court has been hearing arguments in the most important case on abortion rights for half a century. It's considering a Mississippi state law banning terminations after 15 weeks. The ban violates the women's right to an abortion until the fetus can survive outside the womb at about 24 weeks, which was decided in the case of Roe v. Wade in 1973. The liberal justice, Sonia Sotomayor, suggested that overturning the ruling could tarnish the Supreme Court's reputation. The sponsors of this bill, the House bill in Mississippi, said we're doing it because we have new justices. Will this institution survive the stench that this creates in the public perception that the Constitution and its reading are just political acts. Supporters of both sides in the debate filled the street in front of the court during the two-hour hearing. millions of people and so part of that fight is ensuring that people have access to medication abortion pills like because self-managed abortion through medication abortion is really safe women are so incredibly resilient you know the human being species as a species is so resilient we've overcome so much we need to stop telling the lie that women can't do this that their life's going to somehow stop or be diminished if they have a child The lower house of the Canadian Parliament has voted to ban so-called conversion therapy. The BBC's Olivia Noon reports. The bill, which still needs to be approved by the Senate, makes it a criminal offence punishable by up to five years in prison to put anyone through the therapy. Canada isn't the first country to introduce a ban, with Germany, Brazil, Ecuador and Malta all having national laws. 
Some regions of Spain, Australia and the US also have legislation in place banning or restricting the practice. More countries are set to potentially join the list, including the UK, which is currently holding a public consultation. Many LGBT people say they've suffered lasting trauma from conversion therapy. The authorities in Michigan have charged a 15-year-old with first-degree murder following a gun attack at a school on Tuesday. Prosecutors say Ethan Crumley will be charged as an adult and will also face a charge of terrorism causing death. Four people were killed and seven others wounded during the attack at a high school in the town of Oxford. At a court hearing, Tim Willis from the Oakland County Sheriff's Office described evidence that had been recovered by officers. Two separate videos recovered from Ethan's cell phone, um, taken in a search warrant, depicted a video made by him the night before the incident, um, wherein he talked about shooting and killing students the next day at Hawksford High School. Further, a journal was recovered from Ethan's backpack, also detailing his desire to shoot up the school to include uh, murdering students. The American actor Alec Baldwin has given his first full interview since the fatal shooting of the cinematographer Helena Hutchins on the set of his film Rust in New Mexico. Mr. Baldwin told ABC he did not pull the trigger on the gun which killed Miss Hutchins. Police are still investigating. Here's an excerpt from the trailer for the interview. It wasn't in the script for the trigger to be pulled. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. So you never pulled the trigger? No, 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 no. I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them, never. What did you think happened? How did a real bullet get on that set? I have no idea. Someone put a live bullet in a gun, a bullet that wasn't even supposed to be on the property. The full interview will be broadcast in the United States later tonight. A new facility which simulates being on the moon has been unveiled in Australia. The center, which was built by the National Science Agency, will provide a lunar-like environment to help test space exploration equipment. The BBC's Phil Mercer has this report. One of the main challenges facing expeditions to the moon is very fine abrasive dust. It can disrupt electronics and hinder people and robots. The new resource utilisation facility in the Australian city of Brisbane simulates the lunar terrain. It has sealed rooms with fake moon dust. It's based on samples brought back by NASA's Apollo missions. Australian researchers believe the moon could become a staging post for future exploration of other parts of the solar system. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 23,708. That's 49 points up. On the previous close, turnover stands at $86 billion. In currency, the U.S. dollar is trading at 113.04 to the yen. The euro is standing at 1 U.S. dollar and 13 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 36 cents. In sport and in football, there were wins for the top three in the English Premier League. Chelsea remained top of the table after Hakim Zayek scored in the second half to help his side beat Watford to one away. Boss Thomas Tuchel says they were fortunate to take three points after a disappointing first half. It was a very unusual performance for us. Like I said, I had the feeling we were not ready. Maybe, and not only maybe, I'm involved in that. I have to get the team ready. Obviously, I didn't prepare them of what's coming because for the first time we were completely underperforming as a team. And uh, we did not cope well with the first balls. We did not cope well with the pressure. We did not cope well with the second balls. I think we can admit today that we were lucky to win win this game. Manchester City stay second after a 2-1 win at Aston Villa. City got goals from Ruben Diaz and Bernardo Silva. 
Third place, Liverpool, were emphatic 4-1 winners in the Merseyside Derby at Everton. Jordan Henderson and Mo Salah gave Liverpool a 2-0 lead. Damare Gray pulled one back for the home side only for Salah to add a third. And Diogo Jota got the fourth. Liverpool defender Andy Robertson was pleased with the performance of his team. Yeah, look, it was important. We uh, we got a good start. Um, you know, we know they've been on a poor run of form and they would have wanted to start fast and I think they tried to do that, but I think our passing and we were finding the gaps and we were the ones creating the chances, which, um, you know, was, um, you know, really good from our point of view. And luckily we got two early goals, which would set us on our way, but, um, you know, probably a lapse in concentration and we give them an easy goal just before half time and you know I think everything in the atmosphere in the stadium changed and it was important that we got in at half time and, and come out the second half and do the same again and um, I think we've done that. Fourth place West Ham were held to a 1-1 draw at home by Brighton. Tomas Suchek opened the scoring for the Hammers. Brighton hit back with an 89th minute equaliser from Neil Malpe. Southampton and Leicester drew to all and it finished goalless between Wolves and Burnley. In Spain, Karim Benzema scored a win for the leaders, Real Madrid. More from the BBC's Andy Barwell. Real Madrid have opened up a seven-point lead at the top of the table tonight. That was thanks to a 1-0 success over Athletic Bilbao. Karim Benzema scored the only goal of the game there on 40 minutes. In Italy's Serie A, Napoli is still top after drawing 2-2 at Sassuolo, but the gap is down to a single point following AC Milan's 3-0 victory at Genoa, with third place Inter Milan a further point back Inter, defeating Spezia 2-0 at home. Bologna beat Roma 1-0. And the French league pace setters Paris Saint-Germain were held 0-0 by Nice. PSG's lead at the top is 12 points. Olympic Marseille up to second with a 1-0 success over Nantes. And looking at the weather, it'll be fine and very dry, cool in the morning, moderate northerly winds, fresh offshore at first. I'll look rather cool tomorrow morning. Temperatures will be appreciably lower in the new territories. It will be persistently fine and very dry with relatively large temperature differences between day and night. Still cool in the morning in the following few days. Temperature right now is 20 degrees Celsius. The humidity is 37%. Then to end the news, our top stories once again. There's a call for tighter rules at the air, uh, uh, call for tighter rules on airport transit passengers after a man who spent four days in a terminal is diagnosed with a COVID variant. Local researchers say a new study could pave the way for vaccine recipients to be given a probiotic to boost the jab's effectiveness. And it's claimed that cheaper haircuts and the weak U.S. dollar helped push down Hong Kong's list on the world's costliest cities. And that's the news from RTHK.
Love is nothing more than our invention. I'm trying not to pay too much attention. It only brings me down, down, down. Oh, can't stop for the system. Feel it out in all four right directions. This feeling is my only real protection from ever coming down. And welcome to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Thursday afternoon. Thursday, the 2nd of December, is today's date. Many thanks once again to Phil Whelan for the morning brew and how exciting it is to be bringing you the 123 show from our brand new studio. You won't be able to see it, but I promise we'll be Facebooking live for you very shortly. And we have a busy jam packed program for you this afternoon. To start off with, we've got Sadie Kay's skewed take on life, her monthly humor column, Sharp Pains. And this one is called Secret Santa for the month of December. And after the two o'clock news, Sadia Osmani joins us for this week's Chinwag. Today, Sadia will be talking about how humor can promote good health and also good relationships. So for the first uh, one hour of the show, there'll be lots of humor, uh, followed by Andrew Dembina, also a humorous one. After the 2.30 news, Andrew Dembina joins us for his global...